This is Ordinary Moe's. Welcome to episode 18 with Bill Morales and Orlando Morales. What, what? What's going on, Bill? What's up, Bo? How's it going, man? It's going. Everything is good. Yeah, it was a good day today. I was uh, off. Let me fade this out here. I always forget that I'm in charge of that. You had an off day. Yeah, it was nice. It's nice to be off. You know, it's really... When I was younger, I feel like off days lasted so long and it was like i'm off all day Mm. now it's like i blink and like hours go by and it's like fuck i gotta get to the because you know what it is i guess nobody was relying on me before Mm -hmm. now there's like a child and a wife involved so it's like you know and i was i was kudos to them because they left me alone all day today yeah so i was i was to my own devices but man, can I piss away time? Like nobody pisses away time better than me. I <laughs> you'll probably be playing video games and shit. I want to, but I'm too busy pissing away time to play video <laughs> games. I'm setting up for video games. I'm, um, you know what I mean. I'm like, yeah. oh, I have, I have, uh, so I have an obsession. So I have every single system known to man. I have uh, a computer too. I just bought a computer recently, so it's gaming ready, so it can run everything. I have virtual reality. I have. Uh, a Switch, a Nintendo Switch, you know, to have a, a PlayStation. You know, now the PlayStation 5 is coming out. I never play them. I have them all ready to go. They're always fully charged. I, have, I take them. I even take, like, when I go places, I have, uh, I have all this stuff. Right. And, I, and I never... You still I'm, don't get to play. No. Nah, because you don't have the time. It's, it's like I'm, I'm waiting for, like... Uh, that's a lot of money, Bill. You got to spend a lot of money to have all those systems. Yeah. Yeah, all the games. Get, all the games, too. You're, like, well-invested. I'm well-vested, and I'm not getting enough of my money's worth because of all these human contacts. Yeah. <laughs> it is funny, though. Because you remember as a kid that, in, in, at least in my brain, like, the year was split in half. And half the year I went to school, and half the year was the summer. Was pissing around? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I don't know why. Like, those two months, like, always felt like six months in my brain. Well, now. But you know now, what I mean? Now it's it's a blink. It's, now it's a blink. Yeah. Especially really with, weird. With this whole pandemic. It's like the summer's fucking gone. It's almost fucking August. Well, I love laying around doing nothing, but I feel like I've gotten a really good, like, extension of that. And I'm, it's like when it comes right down to it, now that I'm left to my devices to do whatever I want, I don't, I don't really want to do anything. <laughs> like like I don't I don't want to play my games. I like I have there's too much important stuff to do. Right. You know, like read. <laughs> <laughs> read. Yeah, like I'm constantly read. reading articles and watching information. Yeah. I'm constantly consuming information to the You're point on where TikTok a lot too. I am on TikTok a lot, but not as much as I used to. I, I, I'm more like the devil for TikTok. I you, keep getting everybody into it, and then I like <laughs> looking at it very much. I can't get into it because it's too fast. Like Interesting. Just as when I'm getting ready to see, like I'm getting into it, it's over. It's, yeah, like, yeah, it's well, 30 what, seconds. What the fuck happened? That's it. It's 30 seconds. Yeah, but yeah. I'll tell you what, some people are doing really magical things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Bill Nye, it's the science popular. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a it's a cool idea. I mean, I, like I told you, I sent you that thing with the Trump. Yeah. You know, and, and it makes sense, you know, that he doesn't want it because it's a, it's a quick way to deliver uh, information, either good or bad. Which you would think he would like, because that's what he likes about Twitter, you know, that he gets his message out fast. I think that real media is liberal. And I hate to even do that generalization, but I feel like, I don't know, that's just my opinion. 
Uh, uh, so he hates liberals. And I think if he's looking at TikTok, he's probably going to find more videos that say fuck him than, <laughs> than See, he's going to. I don't think he even hates liberals. I, <clears throat> and I don't want to talk about him yet. No, no, no. I, I agree with you. He just hates the ideology. I just think he hates anybody them. who won't suck his dick. Yeah. Like if you don't suck his dick, he don't like you. Mm. Yeah, it's like a fact. <laughs> it's just, it's that simple. Yo, how how awesome was it to see baseball this past week? It wasn't bad, man. It was, uh, it was too bad that I was rooting for the Mets. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the story <laughs> of my fucking life. It is the story of your life. I mean, I'm a Knicks fan, so I really don't have any anything to stand on. Something wrong with the colors. Yeah, but, um, yeah, but it was orange. just nice to see something, like to watch something. It was cool, and I thought it was weird with the masks, the way they were doing it. It's like, why is he? Put, he's not wearing a mask. How come he's wearing a mask? How come he's not wearing a mask? It was. It seemed like everything was a little cockeyed, but yeah. you really didn't. And then the cardboard cutouts in the stand, which yeah. was silly. Yeah. But you really didn't. Overall, you really didn't notice. It was just baseball. It was, it was all just right. baseball. I don't know why, though, and I could be wrong. It was an exhibition game. It was Mets versus Yankees Saturday and Sunday, and the Yankees kicked their ass both days. But um, I just got the sense, and I could be wrong, but I've watched a lot of baseball in my life, that the, the players just weren't overly excited. I didn't feel uh, yeah. I didn't feel the excitement on the field. And well, I'm sure that has exhibition. to do with no, and I'm sure that also has to do with no fans. Like it has to have an effect. It has yeah. to have an effect when you have yeah. Well, I mean, they're doing it at the highest level, and and that's a huge part of it. Your whole life, yeah, you know, is is, is that fan interaction. Yeah, but it's um, definitely at least great to have some sports back. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, but uh, you know, try doing comedy with no audience. It's odd. Oh, I couldn't. I couldn't even imagine. So it's the same kind of like you know, the, you feed off that. Mm-hmm. You feed off that. So when you don't have that to feed off of, kind of just going through the motions. I think that. It'll get better as it gets more competitive because, yeah. you know, these guys are, again, world-class athletes and they want to compete. Yeah, plus there's a lot of schmucks that are still playing that are going to go back to the minors. So Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Like the Mets had this guy named Moroff who was playing third base, and this poor guy, I actually sort of <laughs> feel bad for him. A lot um, of errors? He had two errors, two throwing errors. He freaking went 0 for 3 with two strikeouts. So I started calling him moron instead of moron. <laughs> and I'm like, this guy's a fucking moron. Straight. To Meanwhile, the he's like go. the best baseball player we've ever known. Probably. Oh, probably. You know, know, sure. Like like all his friends are like, dude, Moroff is the man. Where do you see him? <laughs> he's going to light up the majors. So, Bill, the fucking science is a fucking with the world again, right? Besides the fact that potentially, potentially, we've had uh, the uh, COVID-19 manipulated, right? Uh, okay. That is the theory. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, I, I heard a lot of things, uh, you know, along those lines. We talked about it last show last week. So now they're fucking with fish. Now they created a new fucking fish. (laughs) Oh, you're upset about this. Well, I just like leave the fucking things alone. Stop fucking with so many things. It's like, uh, you know, it's like, uh, professor Matt says they're trying to figure shit out. So they they got to fuck shit around. Some fish called a sturgeon. And they they mixed the crap with a paddlefish, an American paddlefish, and now they got a sturtlefish. Sturtlefish. Okay. And why is that bad though? Because it's a new fish that's been genetically created (laughs) by humans. Like it's an ugly motherfucker. Nature, and it is ugly as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ugly as. And I saw pictures. Yeah, yeah. In Spanish, (laughs) you would say. I wonder what it tastes like. Like it is freaking ugly. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like uh, I've always wanted to uh, to delve into why we have to throw the sea robin back. Like it's like, hey, listen, I caught that. <laughs> My own Doesn't effort. That suck? Yeah, it always sucks those yeah. dicks. <laughs> and it's like they, they just they flop around. And it's like uh, so I got ugly. something. Look, it's alive and they it's on my so hook. Ugly. And they're like, no, yeah, yeah that's garbage. Well, it's like, how do you know it's garbage? You know, maybe I could make a like a cool hat out of it or something. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> it sucks. And sometimes they put up a good fight. So yeah, you get all excited and yeah. then you pull that thing out of the fucking and water. You got and something like, flopping Holy around. Holy fuck! This is like the ugliest motherfucker I've ever the seen. Fucking one guy shits on it's you. It's almost like, like no. when, when back in the day when you would be like in a club, right? You're hanging out in a bar in a, a club, and it's really dark, right? And you end up dancing on the dance floor. You're hanging out. All of a sudden, you get up on some girl, or whatever. You're hanging out. Oh. Next thing you know, you're making out with this girl. Right? She's got no teeth. And then all of a sudden, like <laughs> two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning hits. The lights go on. The lights flash and you on. See what the ah! fuck you just been making out with yeah. for the past twenty oh, minutes? Well. Oh God. Run home, get the Listerine. Oh, yeah. yeah it's a disaster. That's how I always get the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, so, I mean, I don't know. So, you had an impossible burger last week, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was telling you before. I actually, uh, you know, after the conversation with uh, with Matt, I, um, I, I took a second stab at it. And uh, now, going in with a much more open mind, uh, it was delicious. So no did you, cheese. Did you have to convince yourself that it was a Whopper, like in your head? No, I went for it. I just went for you it. Said I said, no, "Impossible I'm Whopper, sir," at the, on the at okay. the drive-through, and and uh, and he was like, "Yeah, no problem." You know, he acted like it was no big deal because it's not. But at the same time, for me, it feels like a big deal. And I got it, and it comes in the green wrapper, you know. And I and I ducked into the parking lot, and I eat it in my car, and it was delicious. It had the uh, <laughs> lettuce and tomatoes and the uh, sauce, and uh, I mean, I know. Uh, according to Professor Matt, I'm not eating healthy, but I, I did feel like I did something. I was like, yeah, score one for me. I did good. You're welcome, Put Earth. one in the wind column. Yeah, you're, you're welcome, Earth. Okay. Yeah, there you go. And it was uh, it was really good. It was, uh, um, it wa- was it as good as a piece of meat? Um, it wasn't as good as like a barbecue. Like you go to a barbecue, you have a delicious burger with the cheese and all the, the, the you know, the, the sides and everything. Yeah. Um, but... If I was driving through a Burger King in, say, like, you know, uh, some, like, Connecticut or something, mm. and I got it, and I'd be like, you know, that was appetizing, but it wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't, like, the best burger that I had, but it wasn't the worst. Okay. You know, that's the best thing I can say. <laughs> it, was a, it was edible. It was a very edible. It was very edible. It was, it was good. And you think you could convince kids that that's, that's a normal burger? Absolutely. Okay. When he said that he gave it to his kids, I was a little skeptical, but um, after trying it again, like I said, with a with a new open mind for a second time, yeah, absolutely, you could totally fool people. They would just think it's like ah, it's a, it's a whopper. <laughs> it's just a fucking whopper. And then when you find, figure out what it is, you'll be like, holy shit! Wow, that's impressive. Mm. You wouldn't be like, that's impossible. But you know, it's you'd be like, yeah. It should be called like a impressive burger or like a not so bad burger, you know, but I know they got to go for the wow. They got to go for the gusto. But you, but you got it with the fries, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, no, no. Not doing anything healthy. I always get like uh, like today we had the chicken nuggets. I got the uh, unsweetened tea. That's what I get. I don't really get any sodas because I feel like that's where they get you. You know, when it, when it comes to health. <laughs> it's like Gabriel Iglesias when he says I drink Diet Coke so I can eat regular cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, that's it. There's something to it. But I, I you know, I, tea is always, to me, tea is always all right. And I'm not going to, this is like a gargantuan amount of tea. I'm not going to drink all this tea. But at least I'm not drinking like soda. And sodas, sodas, uh, you know, it's unsweetened tea. So it's just fucking water with the brewed tea. Uh, it ain't it ain't like a like a sugar water. You know what I mean? Like yeah. syrup and water. So I actually went food shopping last week, and um, I picked up pretty much everything healthy that I was supposed to pick up. You got your mask I, on. I had my mask on. I went and got my vegetables. I got my fruits. Right. I got like everything I was supposed to get: turkey, ground turkey, mm-hmm. chicken, like normal stuff. And then I had enough. And then I fucking, I went straight to the soda aisle. I got like a full thing of Coke. And and then I went straight to the fucking cookie aisle and I got fucking Oreos. So those are are weaknesses for you. Yeah. uh, I love a good Oreo. I got to be honest. I'm not into the double stuff. It's a little overindulgent to me. No, I love a double stuff. Yeah, I know a lot of people do, but not me. I like. What I don't like is when they make these other fucking concoctions that they try to Where it's like a pink stripe and shit in the middle or some weird shit. Caramel or or this like. I agree with you. That's bullshit. Marshmallow. Like, don't do that. Yeah. Artificial marshmallow always sucks. Like when you take uh, the only thing that I like is uh, like, well, what is the um, what's the marshmallow marshmallow fluff? That's pretty good. That still seems uh. like marshmallow to me. But when you take like uh, like a goo, like a like the cream and you're like marshmallow or when they put marshmallows in the cereal, ugh, it's like that's that is not a marshmallow when they put see like I like the the idea of marshmallows in my hot cocoa. But like when you buy with the pre-marshmallows, oh, and it's the I don't worst. Like if it doesn't that. melt properly and it fucking it's, crunches a little yeah, bit. You're like, ah, this fuck. is not it a marshmallow. It didn't sit in there long enough. I'd rather just go to the the aisle and grab the marshmallows separately and add them in that way. I don't like, I don't like the uh, the the artificial marshmallow. You don't like the ready-made. Yeah, I don't like the Lucky Charms. You know what I mean? The uh, you don't that like shit. the fucking Lucky Charms. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. That's that kind of marshmallow. I don't really, I don't hate it. But I prefer the real thing. Okay. You know, don't 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 try to pass that off. If I want, uh, you know, cocoa with marshmallow, it's going to be a cocoa, and then it's going to be marshmallow. It's not well, going to be Troy like that. actually turned me on to the, um, fuck, I forgot the name of it. It's like coffee and hot chocolate. Yeah, that's delicious. Uh, yeah, that's excellent. It's really good, right? That's excellent. It gives yeah. me horrible freaking heartburn afterwards. But oh, interesting. It's phenomenal. While, interesting. While, while so I'm drinking. I think it's probably the chemical makeup because you can make that yourself and it'll probably be pretty good. Like, yeah, so if you made better. coffee and you did like um like the Godiva chocolate, that's what I recommend. Oh, Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> you're an uppity bitch. Oh, dude. <laughs> you're, yeah. an up, you're an uppity bitch. Fuck Bill. yeah, dude. <laughs> Only raw Godiva. honey. Only you know how raw. much that shit is? <laughs> raw filtered honey. Godiva. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I love Godiva. I'll tell you, I, I never, get that from my mom. I never bought nobody fucking Godiva in my life. Mm. My mom gets it every time. She loves it. <laughs> I'm she sure got she me does. into it. It's the fucking love it. Golden. And I'm a dark chocolate guy, too. Some people don't like the dark chocolate. I love a good dark chocolate. Dark like chocolate, dark, anything. The, like dark, where like the fucking cocoa percentage is like real, like I like high, that too. So it's like I like that bit, too, but no, like I like bitter? just like the uh, like a special dark. Huh. Special dark to me is like ooh, it's so delicious. When you take like the uh, like a Milky Way and you you encapsulate the caramel or the cream or whatever in the dark chocolate, mm-hmm. love it. You know that 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 uh, hot chocolate and, and well, just chocolate and chocolate drinks like uh, was a uh, a thing of the elite. In Europe, really, it was brought over from fuckers. Uh, it was brought over from the Aztecs because it's delicious, and they were probably like, like, yeah, no, you should try this. Oh, but you can't. You're poor. 
Yeah, that's actually part, <laughs> part of the indigenous European exchange was, was chocolate. And then it became yeah. the drink of the kings and queens. Interesting. Yeah. Kill all of them. Only I will taste this flavor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how I feel like that's that's some really fucking oppressive Let shit. Let them eat cake and I will drink Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so true. <laughs> oh, man. What else has been going on, Bill? Mm. Well, you know I love uh, automation and tech and stuff. Um, there's this cool new robot called Stretch that you can buy for seventeen hundred bucks. And, seventeen hundred uh, fucking dollars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, uh, remember shit. the dog that I was telling you about? The yes. uh, and I sent you the video. Yeah. That's seventy five hundred bucks. That's actually not that bad for that dog because that dog is a freaking amazing. However, that dog only does that. It's a. It's a. It's meant for farmers, and it hurts. For herding, herding cattle. For herding cattle. That's what that dog's job is. Uh, you can probably program it for some, some level of security. Okay. Um, you know what I mean? But they didn't really make it with, like, a mouth to, like, tear people limb from them. So <laughs> but I'm pretty what, sure what, somebody what, could do what that. What the fuck does Stretch do? So Stretch is the most simplest thing. Like, they really went hard on the design on this thing. So it's weighted on the bottom. It looks like a, it looks like a, a cheap steamer. Uh, it's basically like a like a, a weighted base with a pole coming out of the center of it, and then it has a sliding, uh, like pole that has a little hook at the end, and it has like a like a sensor dangling from the top of it. So it's it's a very simple looking machine, and the whole thing weighs uh a re it's really light. Like the idea, so that when they designed this thing, they wanted it to be like something that you could just throw in the back of your car and drive around with. Okay. So. This robot's sensors are so uh, advanced, so it knows, like, it can basically, like, ping a room. It knows the whole room. So now it's not going to bump into anything. It's not going to, it can, it can chop, like, your vegetables. It can mm. sort things. It can uh, open and close things. It's, its purpose is for right now, because the 1700 bucks is a lot of money, but that, that's because you're, you're going to buy it and you're going to experiment on it. So it's, it's a research not that prototype. Bad. It's really not that bad. I mean, I I have that iRobot like vacuum. It does thing. that, but it, it can like hold a vacuum. Okay, well now let me tell you my problem with this fucking iRobot fucking vacuum cleaner, okay? <laughs> I'm already on my second one and I'll tell you why. Now what are those retail for? Uh, um, I would say it's like almost four hundred bucks. It's okay. like between three hundred and four hundred bucks, depending on which model you get, right? All right. Okay, so like the one I got last time was like, you know, a medium model. Right, mm -hmm. whatever that was. It was like 200 and change. I think it was on sale. Target or some shit. So anyway, here's the problem with this iRobot thing. It's wonderful. It's great. It goes around everywhere. It vacuums the whole fucking floor. Gets corners? Day. Does corners. Wow. It hits the wall, turns around. like, it, And it, it cleans itself, right? It just dumps its shit into its little garage? No, no, no. You still got to pull out the thing to, to dump it. At, you know, when, it's, when it gets full. When get, but it's it's back at the station, right? It like pulls up into a station and it dumps its shit right. in there. But listen, I need technology. I need empty. technology to get a little further along. And I'm okay. gonna tell you why. Okay. So what do you want this thing to do? It's not doing. I want it to avoid dog shit. <laughs> okay. Because Mookie, Mookie, what Mookie likes to do is he comes out my dog Mookie. Okay. Yeah. Of my course. little Havanese dog Mookie, who's old. He's 16. Yeah, so he's old as hell, he's but he's still really doing well. well. He's still yeah. doing really well. He's very peppy. But what he likes to do, what he likes to do is when this machine is running around the entire fucking house, then all of a sudden he likes to take a shit 
Just as this fucking thing starts steamrolling through and the fucking thing runs over the shit and he takes a pretty big shit for a small dog, right? <laughs> and this thing just sucks up all the shit. And so all the shit just goes sucking up into the freaking iRobot, right? How many times does this happen? This is, so this happened this one time, which was about six months ago, right? Oh, so, recently with the new one, with the new model? With the, the, the prior model. Oh, the that, is I, that what forced you to get the new one? Yes. Okay. Why? Because I took the fucking thing and I tried cleaning it, right? Like you, you can't it's impossible. Get, yeah, you can't get the shit out. The shit just goes <laughs> it goes everywhere. It's everywhere. And I'm using Q tips and all this shit to oh, try to get the shit. But like no matter damn. how much shit you get out, there's still more shit in there. So vindictive oh, he it was is. a fucking disaster. And then by the time you take that thing apart, you're just you're destroying the warranty. And what are you gonna do? You can't you can't like send it back and be like, Yeah, my dog sucked up a yeah. shit. So anyway, so More then than once. I was like, all right, well, you know, this thing's not working out. I was too embarrassed to try to even bring it back and try to say something was wrong with it. So I just went and bought a new one and fucking said, I'll just take it on the chin and spend another three, four hundred bucks. So I, I said, you, you know what? what, if I'm going to take it on the chin and do this again, I'm going to actually go for the, the little bit higher, nicer model. Right. That supposedly does some extra bullshit. It's kind of like an extra handle thing that you could take mm. and acts like a dust buster almost mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah, old heads. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, yeah old heads. Um, you love that term. So I, I uh. I uh, I bought it, and we've been using it, and it was going well. And we were making a concerted effort to make sure that Mookie is in his cage when it's running around. Mm-hmm. But of course, in three or four months, you know, we forgot again. We forgot Fuck. again. The iRobot's running the around new one again. Eat shit. And what does Mookie do? <sighs> Plants a big fucking shit right in the middle of the freaking living room. Why would he do that? Does he shit in the living room like every now and again? Every now and again, but apparently he's gotten really... He's excited to fuck this guy up. He he fucks it up, bro. And so the same thing happened. This fucking eye robot comes chugging along. <laughs> sucks up all the shit again. Fucked up my iRobot again. Oh my god, Jesus, that's oh, terrible. Oh god, I'm gonna have to take stock in this company. It's a disaster. <laughs> they make a lot of stuff, but so they're anyway, like, it's got all these wonderful sensors, and it can it can go around chairs, yeah, and it good. can go around fucking sofas. This has got to be a real problem. But it can't get around Mookie shit. This has got to be a real problem for people. So uh, you got you, wow. So this is probably one of those when they're in the uh, in the think tank, they're just like, uh, well, we got. What are the statistics? Show me the statistics. He needs like a smell sensor. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, As you're come, the guy in the think tank that com- comes up with that. We're coming upon some shit. Let's you're, back up. Got, apparently, we have a 25% of our customers have a problem with the robot running over feces. <laughs> you know, somebody, one person has a... Because you, for what happened to you, something f- way more fucked up happened. Like, there's probably, uh, if you think about it, there's probably people with ferrets. Ferrets will shit in different places. So now he's picking up, like, uh, like little shits all day long. Like, little shits all day long. You know what I mean? Or a cat or something like that. Right. Something something like, like a, some, that's, that's interesting. So the way it interacts with pet life has to be uh, assessed. They got to incorporate that somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. Because I'm tired of keep fucking buying these things. Yeah, it's got to... Uh, oh. Maybe it should have an alarm for biology, you know, because so now here's the problem. So then I said, you know what? I'm I'm really gonna try not to buy a new one. I'm gonna clean the fuck out of this iRobot. So uh, I'm breaking yeah. out the Q-tips again, you right? Be able to do it. I really fucking honed in on my cleaning skills. 
I freaking got into all the crevices. Did you go on a YouTube? Maybe find a YouTube about it? I used alcohol. I was using all sorts of stuff, right? I had the thing off, right? So then what happens? Finally get it clean. It actually is pretty clean. Doesn't smell like shit, nothing. But I go ahead, I charge it. I turn it on. The fucking thing just goes in circles all fucking day. Oh, uh, he's all fucked up he, now. Yeah, he fucked them all up. He's all fucked up Sense, now. Senses are fucked up, the whole thing. Ah, that's so sad, man. Oh, I can't believe that fucking guy shits uh, like at the robot. It's, that's it's crazy. That's diabolical. Yeah. So maybe stretch. Stretch is better. Maybe stretch. Is just, <laughs> maybe stretch got the extra. You're almost. Senses. You're almost seventeen hundred bucks in. You know what I mean? One more. <laughs> one more I robot. And you might as well just buy stretch. Take the spill. Yeah, stretch yeah. is dope, man. Just dive in. It's to help. Um, it's to help elderly people get around. That's that's like um. The whole premise of this company who built it was to um, make a robot with functionality. They were sick of uh, like they have like apparently there's a there's a group of robot ro- robotic engineers uh, uh, or, or roboticists that feel that um, robots shouldn't just be cool. They should be really, really useful. Well, I agree. <laughs> yeah, but apparently there's like uh, I wonder how they help the elderly. Like what are they what are you, uh, you know, elderly? like I guess direct them, uh, uh, hang up their clothes, like uh, get, fetch things for them in high places. Um, oh, that's good. So they don't have to go on ladders and stuff. No, no, no. That's that's the. Uh, it does a ton of shit. Like uh, it can open and close drawers. That little hand is really incredible. That little dangly arm thing. It's a. Uh, and they 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 said it's it looks simplistic, but he's like they put a lot of thought into it. And then when I saw a video, I wonder on, if it could help like an old guy piss. Yeah, it probably could. You know, like hold it straight. It probably could. It has like a little, like a a very dainty arm. They they actually um, demonstrated that thing too. It picked up like a grape, and it like placed the grape like like pretty quickly. When it was chopping the vegetables, it was like moving pretty fast. And that's the thing. It was like <laughs> it was like real synchronized. That's that's the thing. Like it doesn't fuck up. Like it doesn't like automatically like knock into something. It like literally, if it sees something, it's like oh shit, and then it just and then it just. Right. See, like it's I had very, a, I very had, advanced had, for such a simple looking thing. That might be helpful because I had a family member uh, many years ago who passed away. But uh, before he passed away, um, he had like a you know he was older. He was older and he he had issues aiming straight. So you know, <laughs> so the, the specifically the, that. So the entire like bathroom would just get like somehow doused in urine. So the constantly that bathroom oh, always always smelled like um um. Lister, uh, Lysol, like, Lysol, uh, but sure. Like the pine, the pine. That's the you one know, I like. Kind of the one like burns your fucking. Nobody likes ass. that one. I like that one. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> and that always smelled like that because like they would go in and clean it, and it would, but it have to have to clean it everywhere. So I mean, the the smell of the fucking pine salt was so strong. Um, pine. That it singed, it singed in nose. Singed hairs. in nose hairs. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, like ammonia. <laughs> yeah. So stretch. Something to look forward to. Stretch, something to look forward to, everybody. That's uh, actually not a bad price if it does all that. Yeah, that's the thing. It's very, very, uh, like, And diverse. these things are going to get cheaper and cheaper as more people get into it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the thing. They're uh, Right now, with stretch, it's, like I said, it's a research project. Yeah. So if you bought it, you would be, like, trying, to, trying out new programs for it and stuff like that. Right. You'd right. enter a whole new community. People would start talking to you that you don't know. And, and experimentations would be happening. You'd you'd be a big deal if you bought one. <laughs> yeah, that's, Yo, that's I my understanding. Remember, it always reminds me a little bit of remember Rocky Four, 
in the beginning of absolutely Rocky you're talking about the little robot that used yeah. to talk to him and yeah. bring him the drinks bring him the drinks and that's so like, funny yeah. but the funny well, thing I is it's you, like i love you paulie <laughs> <laughs> he loves me. but nobody thinks about it because it's that's what i mean it was just a robot that was cool you know what i mean it didn't it didn't put the drinks on the tray like that just are you kidding me it couldn't do that it couldn't couldn't open and close doors <laughs> You know, the thing was fucking useless. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. You don't think about it, but it's like he's just basically got this big autonomous thing rolling around with no, you know, that, that can talk essentially, but not even say right. a lot of things like, how was your day or what's going on? Oh, shit. That's interesting. It just says like four things. <laughs> you know? <what> I mean? <laughs> but back then we were like, holy shit, Paulie's rich. <laughs> Probably be spending that money. Yeah, it was, it was dope. <laughs> it was dope. I mean, he got a kind of short change though, because like Rocky was driving around all these fucking awesome sports cars yeah. and mm-hmm. shit, right? To montages. The kids got like awesome video games. Even his wife had like a real nice sports yeah. car. And like Paulie didn't get any of that. He got a fucking robot. Yeah, he got a shit robot. But that robot was probably like thousands of dollars. That was probably like five grand for that robot. No, no, especially at that time. Forget about it. That's what I'm saying at that time. That's like 1986. <laughs> yeah, it probably was. <laughs> it's crazy. It's uh, what crazy. else I got here? I got um, on the same uh, topic, KFC is actually uh, a really invested in 3D printed chicken. So we were talking about the 3D printed meat last week, 3D yeah. printed chicken. They're going for it. I can't buy into that, man. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's I, don't the, uh, know. I sent you that, that, uh, that, that symbol today. It. I saw it. 73 cents, baby. Talking about buying in. And I just, I don't know. That's kind of crazy to me. Yeah, no, I think it's the future. Uh, Especially, like I said, I had that Impossible Whopper. And uh, and I see how well Beyond Meats is doing, considering. um, And I was going to jump into any one of those, but, like, I got scared off by all the negativity from, uh, as uh, as our friend was saying, probably put out there by the meat industry. Oh, yeah, 100%. Because I was reading it and I was like, man, but, you know, there's I'm waiting for, like, the third guy. Like, I'm waiting for RC Cola. You know what I mean? I, I passed on Coke. I'm passing on Pepsi. And Dude, now, now, RC Cola was the nightmare of my life as a kid. I fucking hated <laughs> RC Cola. But that's my point. And it's like, could, it's it's number three. And there's, it should be number one ten. And two, it's a huge drop-off, you know? It's, I, I don't kid, even know it was uh, number three. Do you remember fucking going to Shea Stadium as a kid? Uh, not with RC Cola involved. Oh, okay. Well, then that's why that's showing my age again. Because when I used to go see the Mets back in the in the eighties, mid eighties, late eighties. No, that was R- my aunt that would bust out the RC Cola. RC Cola was the official drink of the Mets in Shea Stadium. Always doing shit. Always doing shit backwards. The oh, Mets. <laughs> <laughs> fucking basement bargain bullshit. <laughs> Oh, and you could smell it. You could smell the RC Cola coming. It was just like garbage. <laughs> smell just it coming? Garbage. What are you talking about? Really? You know, like when your parents give you the cup or whatever, and like as you're grabbing it, you could just, uh, you could say, oh, you could just sniff RC the fucking RC. Cola. I don't know what they put in that shit, but it was just terrible. Mm, it was RC almost Cola. as bad as Tab. But uh, Yeah, yeah, Tab was the other one. Tab, um... I feel like they got they all got bought out. They all like RC Cola is probably Pepsi or Coke. And they all got obsolete because nobody likes that shit. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, soda, I feel like, is making a bit of a comeback. The uh, the, the make-it-yourself soda type stuff. Yeah. And I really do love, I mean, maybe it's my age, too, because I love seltzer water now. I love flavored seltzer. It's my favorite I try, man. I really try. I try. I try. I drink it. I still will drink it. But I'm just not, like, mm, 
Yeah, yeah. You know, it's Seltzer. it's really uh, the cherry. There's a cherry out there. The cherry bubbly is really fancy to me. Uh, hey, do you have the soda maker at home? No, but I should probably should get one because of all the um, the seltzer that I drink. Yeah, you should. It'll pay for itself. Yeah, exactly. The Soda Stream, which yeah. was uh, that's another company that was uh, was it, gonna be a big it's deal. Pretty good. How much? Uh, how much are those refills? Honestly, I don't even know. Okay, so so the device itself, like that's the thing. Like I buy, like right now I have like cases upon cases of seltzer water. And it's okay. not regular seltzer water. It's got to be lime. I like the lime or lemon lime. Because mm-hmm. to me, it tastes like 7-Up, but without the magic of 7-Up. But at the same time, it's it's still, you know, there's no sugar. You don't feel there's like no it's nothing. too gassy, Bill? Like, no. Gassy? Not f- no, not really, no. Because okay. uh, I space it out. Maybe I have two a day. Two cans. You know, it was one of the happiest days of my life. It was only like about two years ago. So we went down to uh, Atlanta. To that was the happiest day two more. years ago? Yeah, yeah. In your life? Probably. Wow, okay. No, <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, well, I shouldn't say happiest. I no, no, no. I'm kidding. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> I, I should say you. thrilling. I'm calling you so, out on your exaggeration. So, no, because it's because I love soda, right? And so we went to the Coca-Cola Museum. Oh, nice. In Atlanta. And if anybody gets to go, they should go, definitely. So they have this area after you go to the whole museum and see all the fucking history and bullshit. Um, all of a sudden, you come into this huge room, and they have station after station of just sodas. Like, but like, like that you, you can, could try it. You can you can try any soda uh, that Coca Cola has, and they have so many different flavors yeah. and types of sodas all throughout the world. And so, like, one station is Africa, another station is oh, Asia, and they actually serve different flavors in different areas of the yes. world based upon what those people like in wow. those areas of the world. Yeah, so you could try like the type of Coke that they have in Jamaica or that they have in South Africa. Interesting. Yeah, it's nuts. So everybody has Coke probably, like Coke, the regular Coke, the caramel syrup. The only the only thing the only drawback I saw to the museum is that like a lot of families went in there and so the kids went in there and the kids were drinking up all this soda all over the place and they all came out like gummy bears, bro. <laughs> they were just fucking bouncing here and there and everywhere. Oh was, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, which is on Disney Plus, the gummy bears. I uh, actually started watching <laughs> that again. That's a good one. That's a good one. You got your kid watching it? Uh, yeah, she couldn't care. She, you know what it is? It's um it's, there's a big difference in Disney with uh, with animation because it was hand-drawn animation. I think you got hand-drawn animation all the way probably up to like Aladdin maybe. And Aladdin is where the computers started taking over. And then I think after Aladdin, it was just all computers. It, by the way, before I forget, it was gummy bears, right? Yeah, the gummy bears. They bounced around. Bouncing They're bouncing here, here and there and everywhere. But it was yeah. gummy bears, right? Gummy, uh, with an I. Uh, G-U-M-M-I? I don't remember. That's why I was trying to remember. No, it's, uh, I'm telling you. That's what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. You no, would, I watched you like know, legit. Watched watched like, like 12 episodes at least. I used to like that show. It's a great that show. show. And Voltron. It's they still really good. It's still really good. Voltron, I'm not so sure about. They remade that on Netflix. I couldn't get into it. My nephew loved it. Really? You didn't like it? The it's remake. not that I didn't like it. I Did just you didn't, like the original? I just didn't get, get around to it. Um, yeah, I love the original. Okay, me too. Yeah, I love the original. I, I was, uh, I thought that princess was adorable. She was, she was great. <laughs> she was fucking hot. She was. She was kind of hot. Um, in hindsight, not my type these days. But, um, but why is that? Why is the, that though? I don't know. She's a little too bony for me. You know. Oh, that's right. You yeah, like I like them a little, 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 little thicker, a little, uh, little more little, meat on the bones. Little meat on the bones. 
Yeah, she was, and and she was such a, you know, she was the only one, really, you know. So it's like, I don't like, I don't like all that. I don't, I don't like guys all over though. The one, you know, that's that's, uh, it's like you guys go ahead, like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll lay back. I'm sure there's a chambermaid or something around here somewhere. So that's what you've been watching lately. Yeah, I've been watching. I've been watching. Um, I, I reordered the DC Channel, which was kind of foolish because I, I just, in hindsight, I realized it does doesn't have much. Like, a lot of the shows that I like are on HBO. So there's Doom Patrol, which I freaking love. I think it's a great show. Mm-hmm. It's very weird. It's a very weird show. So it's like, a, it's weirder than my future man. Uh, yeah, it's weird. But it's it's got some really great funny moments. There's definitely, like, a dark humor to it. I know, uh, I know my buddy couldn't get past, because um, you know who's in it, who you haven't seen in a while? Brendan Fraser. Oh God, I hate Brendan Fraser. Do you hate him? Hate because him. he is so fat now. He is, is he? He got fat. He's, dude, shut up. I don't know if fat's the word. He looks terrible. Really? But it works with the show because the show's character ends up looking terrible. How and but happen? it's really funny because they do a flashback of when he's young and and like he's at the top of game. He's a race car driver. He plays a race car driver who gets into a horrible accident. And his brain is put inside a robot. And that is the DC superhero known as Robot Man. But, um, you know, so he's basically a robot, but he he thinks like a person. But he's a dick. And that's what's really funny to me. It just bothers me that that guy had a career. Yeah. Yeah, and he's uh, he's extending it now because now he doesn't even have to be on screen. He's just doing the voice for this character. Because, like, that whole mummy and mummy returns, like, I hate that fucking whole series. Yeah, it was a little... uh, it was very foofy to me. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, it was, like, very uh, safe. Mm. You know, there was, like, uh, the special effects. Uh, you know, they were they were fun. They were fun movies, but lame. 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 They were lame. lame I, I had them, though. I had all of them. I, I love movies, so I love all the special effects and everything. But in hindsight, yeah, I can, I can honestly say it's not Indiana Jones. No. You know, but that's what it wanted to be, you know, yeah, so that's what it wanted to be. So but it ended up being like a, like a big blockbustery, bullshitty, like a Fast and the Furious. It was just, I don't know. I don't, those I don't like. I don't like those. Uh, my buddy likes those. I, I don't like those Fast and the Furious. I, I don't like the cars and the skyscrapers uh, jumping through skyscrapers. I don't like um, the worst one, I think, is when the car, or maybe that was the, the Hitman movies. I don't know. There was one where they like, they jumped a car up in the air. And like disabled a bomb with like a spin out in the air. Yeah. Like they smacked the bomb with the back of the car and then the bomb, you know, shot up okay. and, and didn't blow everybody up. It blew up in the sky or something. Okay. Yeah. That's the bullshittedness. I like, I hate the bullshittiness of uh, like Mission Impossible 2 to me to this day stands out as one of the worst films I've ever seen. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Yeah, that was, I, you know, we were talking okay about him the other day. I, I forgot that that's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, you're right, I guess. I, I never even watched it. It was bad. I saw it in theaters. And uh, and that's when I first met my wife and we were hanging out and going to movies and stuff. And um, and that was one of the movies that we saw. You know, it's one of those, you know, it's a big, it's a summer blockbuster. You know, so it has all the hype. But I remember, you know, between, you know, the it was, it was John Woo directed it. So I was excited about that because uh, I still didn't realize he was a bad director. I was still into all the hype of him. Mm. Um, but uh, everything in slow motion, uh, they're jumping off the bikes in slow motion while they're shooting at each other. It was like, it. that stuff makes me, it annoys me. I don't know why. It's, it's too much. 
yeah, I want to like, I would buy it. I hated it so much that I would, I would buy a physical copy uh, of it just to smash it. And I feel like that would, <laughs> that would like give me some sort of a, of a real, like a, like a good feeling. Right. I don't care what it cost. Like I would, I would buy it and I would smash it. And I would rather have a VHS because I know I could smash it better. Right. You know, I could hit it with a, like bash it with a hammer or something. It's so funny. Horrible movie. Don't even stop to watch it. Don't even say to yourself, "Oh, Bill said this one was really horrible." I'm gonna, I'm gonna let me let me check it out for a little while. Don't even bother. See, I'm, like, I'm, I'm trying to warn you. I am such a fucking nerd, right? Because I spent my night last night watching four hours of documentaries on the creation of Israel. <laughs> mm. I know I'm a nerd too because I'm like, "Ooh, tell me about it." Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, whoa, wow, Israel, no, no it, way, it, you don't it, say. It is such a fucking mess. The whole story, the the conflict in the Middle East with the Palestinians and, and the entire Arab countries, it, it is it is such a mess that I don't even want to talk about it. It's like one of those, it's like watching like Jerry Springer. Do where you think it gets it's at the heart of everything? How so? Well, like, uh, you know, with with all the, because I, I just feel like Israel is this weird kind of a of of a place where you're you're either with them or against them and uh if you're against them you're anti-semitic if you're with them you're you know then then are you supporting you know uh fascists or or you know you know i don't know what the deal is with them well i mean it, it's so again it's, it's so, complicated right it's, it's so, very convoluted it's so complicated and and it is very hard to discuss without then running into issues right um, what I can tell you though is that I know who we can blame for that entire mess. Um, Not Jesus. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no. Uh, definitely Great Britain. Okay. Okay. Um, and France. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Those are the two big. Uh, now, does that go all the way back to with their starters. fucking uh, monarchies and, and them bullshitting and trying to conquer the whole world? Yeah, I mean, I'll summarize it very quickly. So essentially, um, during World War One, right, um, you had France and England uh, and Russia were fighting against Germany, the Austrian-Hungarian Empire, and the Ottoman Empire, which is basically the area of present-day Turkey, right? Okay. So there was those three on three. The United States got in on that war late, but... Initially, it was just those pretty much three on three with other varying smaller factions. And so what basically went on was that England and France were losing that war. They were actually losing to Germany and Austria, Hungary and the Ottomans. So what they wanted to do was try to find a way to um, to basically create another front Besides them just fighting in Europe. And what was their agenda? What, what were they pushing, uh, you know, religion-wise? Uh, what, what, what were they into? Well, were they, they Catholics? Even, they didn't were they even, Christians? Uh, who? Well, Britain? they were Jews. The British? No, the uh, the other side. The Ottomans. Oh, the Ottomans were, were, were they were Muslims. They were Muslims. They were Arabs. Muslims, yeah, they were Muslims, Arabs. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, yeah. okay. It was okay. basically a caliphate, right? Okay, 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 okay. Um, and so... They wanted to create issues in the Middle East to sort of weaken and distract the Ottoman Empire. Okay. Right? And so the way they were able to do that was two ways. So one was there was a group of Arabs that wanted to form their own Arab caliphate, right, uh, that were known as the Hashemites. And um, by 
communicating with the Hashemites and saying, hey, if you guys take up arms against the Ottomans, we're going to promise you that we're going to help you grow and build your own caliphate, your own Arab kingdom, right? Mm. Separate and apart from the Ottomans. Um, and so there was a group of um, Hashemites, they're called, okay. um, from basically central Saudi Arabia and also in Syria that they utilized to basically uprise against the Ottoman Empire during this war. And, it, and in some ways it worked and they were able to create a lot of insurrection um, in, um, in, the nation, in that, in re the, in that in the region, region, in the Middle East region, which was a problem for the Ottomans. I can't get over that name. <laughs> you know, because I'm always thinking, yeah, you know, really, like everybody, just the thing to put my feet on. Right, right. So then these, what, these what's people. really fucked up, though, is that as this was going on, and that seemed to be working initially, uh, we have the Bolshevik Revolution that takes place in Russia. Russia, yeah. Right? Um, and as... The and so the Bolsheviks, they were uh, what, communists? They were communists, yeah. It was a communist movement that was led by Vladimir Lenin. Um, and um, oh, Lenin did lead it. And Tr Leon Trotsky and, and uh, others. Yeah, those guys. Okay, that's where they come from. Okay. So, yeah, so the Bolsheviks rose up in Russia, and then what happened was um, Russia, once the Bolsheviks came into power, decided that they no longer wanted to really take part in the war. And so they started pulling back from being an ally to Great Britain and France. So Great Britain, in its infinite wisdom, was trying to find a way to draw Russia back in, even if it's being led by the Bolsheviks, right? And in their minds, um, it was true that there were a couple of leaders that were in the Bolshevik <coughs> hierarchy, one being Trotsky and others, mm -hmm. who happened to be Jewish. And there was a man named Theodore Herzl who was proposing uh, the Zionist movement and the creation of a homeland for Jewish peoples, um, in England and in mm. Europe, and uh, they said, okay, well, maybe we could utilize this. Now, there was a very small population of uh, Jewish folks in Israel at that time. Right? Mm. It was approximately 75,000, um, and they represented about 10% of the total population. Um, but they felt that they might be able to draw the Russians back in to the war and gain support and uh, sentiment from the Jewish leaders in Russia, right? If they started proposing that if they won this war, they would carve out an area for Jewish folks, right? So they were promising Arabs oh, on the one hand. Oh, that's how it all started, huh? So it's Great Britain that was playing a lot of games. They were they were promising the Arabs their own kingdom. At the same time, they started saying, hey, Jewish people, you guys want your own place. And so they started placing them against each other and in a way to try that to... It started then. See, I thought it was like older than that. Well, no, I mean, you always had conflicts going on there and you always had a Jewish population in Israel, um, but they were significantly outnumbered by uh, the Arabs living in, in those lands. At by that the time, Ottomans. At that time. It was controlled by the Ottomans, uh, but the Arab folks that resided in that land and that, that are now you know, called Palestinians. Um, oh, so the Ottoman Empire became the Palestinians? Yeah, so that's the start of the conflict was promises that were being made to two different parties in the Middle East by Great Britain. So what are they doing now? Are they just like, hey, guys, listen, our bad. They just, they just bowed out, bro. They did, they did right? Yeah, they took a step back and they said, oh, United sorry, Americans, it's yeah. on you now. You no, guys, no, no, you no. Once, once World War I was over, out, they started backing off of all of it. And then you had World War II, 
and then you had a big, even h- bigger push for uh, a Jewish homeland. Um, and so then you have, you know, the resolution that was passed in 1947. Well, they were involved in, in, in World War II, the UK. Did they come back and say, hey, guys, what's up? Eh? <laughs> I see you fighting. I don't, know how, <laughs> I don't know how much. But anyway, this is what I was watching. So it's like I said. It, <laughs> it, it's Just to sum it up. It's super complicated. Just to sum it up real quick. I don't want to put everybody to sleep. No, um, no, no, it's fine. Uh, but anyway, uh, it just cracks me up because you were watching Gummy Bears and I was watching this ridiculousness and it's just fucking insane. I know. Uh, and together, me and my wife, we started rewatching The Office. Have you ever seen The Office? Mm-mm. Tremendous show. Tremendous American television, The Office was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was, um, it was a cool show because I think it carves out that cool demographic that all shows try to get. But they really, they try to come up with all these formulas, but, you know, you only get it. Like by chance, you know, and they don't realize that. They're always trying to like, oh, well, let's see if we get this guy and we make a, a fat, lovable guy with a... The Office had like a huge cast of characters and, and everybody knew like somebody like these people that you work with or they shared traits with a couple of people that you work with or something. And it was a very relatable show. It was a really fun, funny show. Well, so, I mean, is that sort of a jump off from that movie that was made um, in, in like the... no. No, Office Space? Yeah. No. A uh, similar concept in the sense that it takes like a work environment, like a blue-collar work environment that we can all kind of relate to or we've all maybe either partaken, in at, some partaken at some point. Yeah. And it's 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 funny. It's relatable. Right. But no, it's it's more serious than that, that movie was. Okay. But the, um, you know, there's still like a lot of comedic elements, but the whole point of it as I understand from the British uh, version, was to be serious. Oh, so it started out in Britain? Yeah, it was a British show. And, I definitely and, won't watch it. Well, so I'm I watched just... both versions. And the British, the cool thing with the British when it comes to television is everything has an ending. Mm. Things end. So they don't, they don't do uh, a one season, uh, ten seasons. They do, they do like three seasons. That's it. And the show okay. ends. That's There's like a crescendo a Sp- and it Span- ends. A Spanish novella is the same. Same kind of thing. Yeah, it's not so, like Days of Our Lives that goes on for 40 no, years. That's very American. Yeah. That's an American thing. So the challenge, I believe, that there was a challenge to them to like, let's, let's try and make this show American and see how long we can keep it going. And they, uh, it's, it's cool to see the British version and then to go back and watch the American. It's, it's very interesting. Okay. But the whole point of the show is, is uncomfortable. You know, everything's uncomfortable because, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, there's something very real, very human about it where we're like, uh, like, like when we talk a lot of politics and stuff, it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. when, when you have somebody, when two people have to face each other, there's a confrontation. Right. You know, and like tensions a, in the air. tension. Yeah. There's a lot of tension. I like that. Okay. Uh, in my comedy nowadays, but I feel like The Office kind of perpetuated that whole thing. Okay. Yeah, like it's like a documentary. And but it's not it's, going on anymore. It's over, right? No, nine seasons, I believe. Okay. But that's a long time for a no, show to go on. it's huge. Yeah, sure. Yeah, nine seasons. We're, so we're watching The Office again. Um, uh, I watched on the Disney Channel The Coco. Have you ever seen Coco? No. Oh, man. I heard it's really good. Shit, it was good. I heard it was sad, though. It was fucking sad as shit. It was like... <laughs> It I can't moved watch me. sad stuff, bro. Oh, dude, this it, environment is so fucked up, I can't watch sad me. shit. No, it was, it's positive. It ends very positive. It has a great ending. Okay, I got to see it. Um, but it moved me. I was moved. You get moved easily, Bill. Uh, yeah, You got I moved by glee. I did get moved Enough by glee. Enough said. Uh, well, that, that, that father, uh, that, that gay kid and the, the father. That's yeah. uh, Brought you to tears. Yeah, it, it moved me. I don't know if it, oh, yeah, yeah, it brings me on the verge. 
brings me on the verge of tears. <laughs> Just like Coco. Coco did the same thing. Oh, man. Sure. Yeah, lo- great twists and turns in that movie. Okay. I highly recommend it. Yeah. And The Good Dinosaur. Oh, I don't know if I could the, see anything. The, you know, no, I don't sad. watch it. The Good Dinosaur is a tough one. That's a That's tough watch. That's another sad one? No, Coco is, uh, there's a sad moment. You know what I mean? Oh. Um and there's like a, a yeah you know an aha moment, but the good dinosaur is just fucked up. Right, it's fucked up. Right. But it, I mean, it ends good too. But it's like as long as it's a little, it's bit like up, some Bambi up, shit. As long as you know? oh god, Bambi. Some Bambi shit goes on. As in, long in as the it's good a little dinosaur. uplifting, because you know Coco is pretty uplifting. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Coco is pretty uplifting. Uh, good dinosaur, yeah. not so much. I it's, told you, I I lost uh, four clients of mine have passed away right from COVID. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that shit's crazy. So man. I was talking to an attorney the other day and he says, Hey, how you doing? Everything good. And I said, yeah, hanging in there, you know, a little, little bummed out. I lost four clients. He was like, yeah, I know. Tell me about it, man. I lost 36. <laughs> I said, 36. Oh, I'm really sorry that I even mentioned my four. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. 36. Cause he happens to do elder law on top of real oh. estate. So he's got a lot of older, yeah, 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 older yeah, yeah, clients, yeah, yeah. but still to know 36 people. That's um, crazy. Yeah. So, so I'm trying to watch as much uplifting TV and things as I can. All right. Um, well, uh, Stargirl's a fun show, too. Stargirl. <laughs> it's uh, on the CW. Also on the DC channel. Again, I didn't realize it was on the CW. I didn't realize Doom Patrol was on HBO. So I'm paying for this DC channel for no reason, really. Okay. But you, not, why, I might cancel it. Why did you get it? Like, what was... The- uh, my nephew was over, and he wanted to watch one of the cartoon DC movies. And, you know, I just... I was like... It costs the same amount to go back into DC for a month. It's like eight bucks a month as okay. it did to rent this movie. So I was like, let me just join DC again. That way he can watch whatever he wants. But now I'm on month two, you know, and I'm just like, I don't want to cancel it now because I like I like having it, right? You know, because it's uh it's pretty. You can view it on everything, but it's really there's no there's no real reason to have it. I've already watched all the shows on it, and the fact that the new shows that I do like are on other channels that I. St- also pay for it. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of stupid plus you could take that eight bucks and put it in bitcoin if you're right you're absolutely <laughs> right or or doggy coin i just bought some doggy coin shut up what the fuck is that i don't know it's some other it's, it's another, another cryptocurrency? cryptocurrency that's been in the news lately that, that sounds um, terrible doggy yeah it's it's got a like a couple of interesting little um caveats I, like i don't think it has a, a finite supply and um i don't know people think it's really cute and i don't know I bought okay. it. It's cheap. I bought a whole bunch of it. <laughs> uh, I have a whole bunch of doggy coins. So if anybody serious, wants to trade doggy coins. Serious, serious news. Um, so apparently, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was confronted by uh, two, yes, I heard about this. two members of Congress today. One being... A that was today, right? This happened? Yeah, Representative Ted Yoho. Uh, Yoho, a Republican from Florida. Yoho, Florida. What a great state to be talking shit. Yeah, and basically she was walking up the steps of the Capitol building, I believe. And who's the other guy walking down? Uh, some guy from Texas, another congressman from Texas. Another great, another state doing really well yeah. with their with their mask Wonderful. policies and wonderful. And um, so they ended up confronting her and apparently like just screaming and yelling at her, and uh, she was like, "You're being rude," and they called her a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know she's she's a little bitchy because she's got a it's she's not got right. To be. I mean, it's just uh, no, whatever. It's no, totally matter, wrong. no matter what side of the fence you are, and there's a lot of people that don't like AOC. Okay, there's a ton of people that don't and, like her. And, I happen and, to and like that's, her. That's all fine and well, but the fact is, is that your representatives in government are 
talking and addressing each other in this manner. Yeah, man. Probably career people, you know, just threatened by her. And that's, but that's why I like her because she, she threatens. She is a bitch. She'll, she'll, she's not a bitch. She'll do bitchy things to get things done, to get, to get her voice heard. They actually call her a effing bitch. Yeah, I don't think she is. I, I think she's actually a really good person. I don't think you, you, um, you ascribe to be the things or to fight the things that she fights and you and, and be a bad person. You know, whether you agree with her or don't, I think that uh, her passion is really admirable and her integrity is, uh, is really admirable as well. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. And, and I mean, she's, she wants, she wants, whether it's realistic or not realistic or whatever you want to think about it, she wants you to have clean air. She wants you to have clean yeah. water. Yeah. And these things aren't like evil no, things. Man. No, man. <laughs> no. She, she wants women to be treated you with know. a with a real level of respect. Not to be called fucking bitches right. on the fucking cap on Capitol Hill. But I mean, you regardless know? of political differences, like how do you talk to somebody else who's a that's colleague point. of yours? Like, that's my point. That's disgusting. That's like, like that's like they're, they're, they're scum. They're the lowest of the low, man. Like I, I would never address another attorney that way. That's what I'm saying. I mean, unless they really deserved it. That's only happened once. But that's like, what kind of levels do, what kind of lines do they have to cross for you to get there? You know, you know what I mean? Like, I know you. You're like, you're the kind of person that you'll let a lot slide before you go there. A hundred percent. You know, the and these guys are just going there. The only time it ever happened was that I had an attorney who was being very condescending towards his clients. He had never met them before. And uh, he was, uh, I believe he was Italian from Brooklyn and his clients happened to be Haitian and they apparently were recent immigrants. So they didn't speak the best English. And this is the first time he met them was at the closing table. Because frequently a lot of attorneys allow their paralegals to do all the legwork. And then they see them at the end, right? So he was being very condescending and they had a bunch of questions. And he basically was disregarding their questions. Which again, does not rise to the level of me having to do or say anything. But that just was the start of it. Then in the midst of the conversation, um, he, you know, basically asked me you know, where he should sign on some piece of paper. And I said, don't worry about it. I'll show you at the end. Just keep going through the paperwork. And he said, no, you'll show me now. And he threw the papers at me. He threw the papers across the table and it landed right in front of me. So at that point, I lost my mind. Because, like, you're not going to throw papers at me at a table. So I said, you want to talk to your clients that way? You could talk to your clients that way. But you're not going to fucking throw shit at me. I said, if you want to step outside right now, we can go handle that. And how did he react to that? He shit in his fucking pants. He stood there and shit in his fucking pants. Because I threw him a look that and I wasn't joking. I was I was ready. It was go time. <laughs> because because you're not throwing papers at me. Like on top of you want to be condescending and you're probably a racist prick. Like you're not gonna you're not gonna do that to me. So Very cool. So anyway, that's the only time that it ever rose to that. Oh, he shit in, he shit in his pants and that and it was the end of it. Nothing even came of it. Well, because it's but, like nobody you know. So uh, Professor Matt sends me this thing, and uh, and he basically uh, uh, has this thing with these two comedians giving out masks uh, in California, and one of the guys is ready to fight them. He wanted to fight them. He was like, "Fuck you! I don't need to wear a mask." Like, who are you in who California? You? In California, riding his bike, no big shit. fat guy. What? Uh, you know, they they blobbed out his face. You know. But this guy was just like, why don't you come in here and and say that to my face? And he's like, and they were like, are you, are you trying to fight us? I mean, do you want, do you want us to fight you? We don't want to fight. We just want you to wear a mask. Right. You know, he's like, we're giving them out for free. Like, you know, do you want one? He's like, fuck you. You know, I don't want one. I already told you I don't want one. 
you know? <laughs> and he's like, why don't you come in here and say that to my face? You know, because he is like, he is like a few feet away from them. And he, he was like begging them, daring them, yelling at them, imploring them to come come over there. And, and, and he's like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. That's what he, that's what he says so to them. He, he really wanted to he fight. He wanted to fight with them, you know? And that was his instincts, you know? So it's a very weird. You get all kinds of people, man. Like, uh, like, how do you conduct yourself out in the world? Like, like this attorney that you're talking about. Like, how does mm-hmm. he go on a day-to-day basis and, and act that way? It's weird to me. Like, when I'm in my line of work and I get somebody who's just just a miserable human being, just kind of coming in and, and just um, <laughs> kind of initiating all kinds of, of, of uh, I guess, negative, con- like, you know, coming in there with an attitude, mm-hmm. uh, slamming things, uh, because maybe there's something going on that they're not happy with. But still, you know, you can still convey that without being an asshole, you know? Absolutely. It's so weird to me that because this guy... This person, this 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 man, woman, whoever it is, because I, I see all kinds. Like they go home, you know what I mean? They 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 go out through their day. They they go through the drive through. They they go to the grocery store. They talk to everybody like this, and uh, it's I hate that person. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like I really like I really want to. If I wasn't a civilized human being, I would assault that person. Right. You know, on behalf of everyone that they shit on. Yeah. You know, because it's like, like, that's why I'm like, man, good for you for fucking stepping up to that guy. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, like I said, I usually give people generally, whether it's professionally. My or point. You give them some latitude because yeah. I really do try to take the point of view that maybe that person is having a bad day. Maybe yeah. that person is stressed. Sure. Out. Something maybe that horrible is happens. De- dealing with, you know, their family, you know, having a real illness or something really going on. So you do try to give as much latitude because you don't know what that person is going through and why they're acting that way. Right. Um. But like Dr. Cornell West says, you know, we still have a little bit of a proclivity for gangster, right? So, so if, <laughs> if you're going to cross that line, and I really do think you're crossing the line, um, then yeah, then that's a different story. But yeah, I mean, we we have no idea what those people. Do. And and you're dealing with a lot of customers and people too, and and so yeah, you're same. Sometimes that a you lot. see the same day, the same. I mean, the same people every day coming in, and it's like, what the fuck is your problem? Mm-hmm. There's steroid guy. There's a guy that comes in. I call him steroid guy because he acts like uh, like if you read like all the side effects of steroids, that's yeah. how he acts. Right. He's ready to fight, and and it's all women. I work with all women, so he wants to fight all the women. <laughs> like he's yeah. a fucking maniac. Yeah. He's a he's a really He's a fucking douchebag. Yeah. Like, you know, he, he's... I mean, that's why, like, I usually try to defuse... Scum. I try to defuse it, right, with, with varying people that you're dealing with all the time. And usually, you, you know, you could find ways to defuse it because sometimes if you're speaking to someone on the phone and they're coming off real crazy, right, <laughs> or, um, or sometimes I try to defuse it even with an, you know, email exchange. Like, if I sense a real aggressive tone in an email, like, the email back to the person, I'll start up and say, uh, good afternoon, such and such. Hope you are well, Right. And then usually, like, like, you care that I'm well? <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, of course I care yeah, that you're well. You know what I mean? So same thing on the phone. Like, if you're dealing with someone who's highly aggressive and stuff, be like, listen, how are you doing? And they usually, like, take a second because they're like, what the fuck are you asking me? You know what I mean? I'm like, how are you doing? How's everybody? Is your family okay with everything that's going on? 
And then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, no, thank God. Everything. I'm like, okay, cool. So what is it you're calling about again? And oh, like, very good. Of, like, you know. That's like a psychological move. It's a, yeah, it's a Jedi mind trick. Jedi mind <laughs> trick. Very, very well played. I like that. Yeah, so sometimes Maybe you I'll have do to that do that to steroid guy. And kudos to steroid guy because at least he fucking wears the mask. <laughs> okay. You know, when he's bullshitting and, and, and yelling at people. Mm. Uh, that's the one thing that did strike us. After he left, we were like, you know. He's a fucking piece of shit, but he's wearing that mask at least. Yeah, you know? it brings him down a notch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's not he's not up on the, the mountaintop of Because he's soul. the kind of guy. I mean, he's he's probably racist. He probably like and I say this all the time. I'm like, that guy beats his wife. Like for <laughs> sure. Like it's not a it's like funny, but it's not funny. It's no, like, you know, like not at all. it's so obvious. Like and, and I think he's divorced or recently divorced, but I'm like, yeah, that's probably good for her. <laughs> She's she's she's, she's winning. She is. She's probably doing uh, better no matter what, unless she's with another like maniac wife beating person. But right. you know, yeah. I mean, there's also a lot of people that got a lot of screws loose. Yeah, people are just that's true. Know. Mental health. We were talking about that too. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's, it's not, a real thing. It's a real thing. Like even these folks that were in M- Missouri, uh, Mark and the couple Patricia McCloskey. with the with the guns. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. It's so right. weird. So I mean, but they just got. Didn't they just get the pardon from the governor? I don't know if the governor gave the or pardon, discharge. but I know that the attorney general of Missouri is actually taking the unprecedented step of stepping in and um, and trying to dismiss the charges against them. Yes. So that's unheard of because usually an attorney general is stepping in to prosecute, right? Mm-hmm. In this case, the attorney general is, is stepping in to, to work protect them. The dismissal. Yeah. Mm. So that that's interesting. And that's probably because, you know, those McCloskey's are attorneys and they've been around a long time and apparently they're very wealthy because they have an incredible home. Um, and so they, I'm sure Is they have, right? I'm sure they have a lot of power. Wow. They came across so ignorant. Well, you could be powerful and well to do and very ignorant. Yeah, I guess I guess that's the case, man. They, they, they didn't come across well. No. Uh, I mean, you know, I guess not to me, you know, there's probably somebody there like cheering that whole thing on, you know, um, I'm, I'm sure, you know, all those. I'm not even gonna say all the Trump people too, because I, I've, I've heard actually a lot of, um, good rhetoric from like, uh, there's an organization that puts out videos of people who voted for Trump last year yeah. and why they wouldn't. And, uh, one of them was a farmer from Ohio. And it struck me because my brother-in-law just came from Ohio and he was going on about how the masks is uh, is phony and and everything's a hoax. It's all a hoax and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So um, this farmer comes on and he's saying, you know, Trump's I was with Trump. You know, I like him. I, I like everything. But but the uh, the tariffs that he imposed in, in China really hurt me. Mm-hmm. You know, it hurt me a lot. And the fact that he doubled down is like, I can't vote for him. Like, I, I know for a fact that... The but he dem- voted for him last time. He voted for him last time because he didn't okay. know that he was going to do that. You know, but then after he he had one term of Trump, he, he and he wrote letters to his co- local congressman. I mean, the guy was like, really, he was, he said, actually, he said he was part of his local uh, Republican Party for 20 years. He was one of the, um, uh, uh, you know, representatives. Like, in other words, he, he participated in local politics actively. The he farmer was a, himself. The farmer himself, yeah. He was a prominent uh, political uh, figure in his community. And he was shocked and appalled how, how everything, you know, worked out. But he says, like, you know, I, if Trump's on the ticket, I, I, I can't. Like, I can't do it. Like, he, he lied. He lied to me. 
You know, he he told me he was gonna he was gonna make things better for for me and my industry, and and he lied. You know, there's a lot of talk about um, the silent majority, right? We've, yes. heard, we've heard certain friends yes. say you don't understand the silent majority. Um, I'm curious though. Obviously, we won't find out until November. But what about the silent majority of people that feel that they're supposed to side with Trump, but secretly don't feel that way? Well, I mean, I think it's interesting that now the Republicans are are, are kind of changing their tune. It's almost like um, when he was originally getting the nomination in 2016, they were all against it until they were like, shit, it's actually happening. All right, we got to fall in. And uh, and now it's like this motherfucker's gonna lose. Fuck him. Let's go. Let's 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 try and get get rid of him. Let's let's. Uh... So I feel like there's a coup going on in the Republican Party against Trump. Potentially, I... and I guess maybe that's why he's gone ahead and done this about face, right? Yeah, because I think now he's like, okay, fuck these guys. I you know, because before he was just singing their songs. Yeah. So and, like, and they were they were like, yeah, he's singing our songs. All right. Now he's like, shit. Like, I'm singing their songs, and they're still, like, shitting on me. I'm going to have to uh, just sing a new song that everybody wants to listen to. Let, let's that as hear, many let's, people as possible want to listen to. Let's hear this clip on uh, him changing his tune. Okay, Mr. President, thank you very much. Yesterday you said that wearing a mask was an act of patriotism. If that is the case, why don't you do it more frequently? Well, I do actually do it when I need. I mean, I carry the mask when I have to go. I went into Walter Reed Hospital the other day. Uh, he sounds mask like right here. And I carry it and I will use it gladly. Uh, no problem with it. And I've said that and I say. If you can, use the mask. When you can, use the mask. If you're close to each other, if you're in a group, I would put it on when I'm in a group. Uh, if I'm in an elevator and there are other people with me, including, like, security people, it's not their fault. They have to be in the elevator. I want to protect them also. I put on a mask. Uh, I, will have, I have no problem with the masks. I view it this way. Anything that potentially can help, and that certainly can potentially help, is a good thing. I have no problem. I carry Jesus. it. I wear it. You saw me wearing it a number of times, and I'll continue. Please. He's so weird. He's so weird. I mean, isn't isn't that fucking that's so insane? Weird. That's, it's uh, it's, it is insane. That's Twilight Zone shit. It's Twilight Zone shit, and it's like it's really weird. But you know what? If it gets those idiots that that worship him to start wearing masks, then then good. Well, they, I great. Mean, a thousand, yeah. You know, it's like, oh, you're only, what, six months fucking late, you fucking idiot? You know? I mean, that's the thing is that you can't, all this time. 140,000 people are already dead. Like, now you're going to start being all Mr. Mask, time, you bro. fucking asshole? Like, yeah, I don't know how his people do it. I don't know how they do it. I mean, it's the right thing to do, like you just said. I mean, I'm happy that he's doing it because hopefully this will stem the entire pandemic because we're talking about people's lives. So... That's great, but what the fuck have you been doing since March, dude? He's a, he's he. If he wins, I, I really do. I'm, I gotta move. I, I I like I. I already discussed it with Lauren. She thinks I'm kidding. Um, I gotta move. I gotta I, I gotta move. Uh, uh, Joe Rogan's leaving. Where's he going? I don't know, but uh, but I know Hannibal Burris. He had him on recently. What's he talking about? He's been sucking off on Trump for freaking months. What is he? He's uh, he says that he gets a lot of flack. And actually, I was talking to my brother-in-law recently from Ohio, and he was saying how um, he was very upset with me and Joe Rogan. 
He's like, you know, you people. Oh, I can't uh, wait. What's he say about you, you people? You people that don't uh. pick a side. You know, you. I just. I hope you stay home. I hope you just don't vote. You people, you need to make up your minds. You know, you can't can't have it both ways. Because that's and that's how Joe Rogan is viewed by the right. You know, um, because he still rails against the right, but at the same time. He's a libertarian. There's not he. You know, if he's gonna describe himself as any, and he doesn't even like to associate himself with that anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, that was like years ago. Um, but like, uh, like our good friend of the show, Joe, mm-hmm. uh, Joe, Joey Freedom. He's a uh, he's also a libertarian. It's very hard to get on board with Trump if you're a libertarian. You know, um, Joey's on board. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess he is. I guess he no, is. He's 100 percent on board. I guess he is, but like uh, uh, that's the thing. Rogan doesn't uh, declare one way or the other. You know, he does defend Trump in the sense that um, that he takes a lot of uh, attacks from the left just because he's Trump, and I agree with that. Um, but it doesn't make what he's done any less reprehensible. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, it's horrible. I think he's a horrible leader, and I don't care if he's the Republican candidate. He's a horrible leader. I don't want him in charge. I think he's a terrible, terrible, terrible leader. And anybody who's trying to tell me that he's a good leader, you know, I, I just can't. I can't. I can't. The proof is in the pudding. I'm sorry. I read. <laughs> I read. I, I watch him. I know what's actually happening versus what I'm not ascribing to some pie in the sky, you know, notion of who this man is. He's a fucking idiot. He's an idiot. Like, you know, I don't know how how else to... You can't convince me that he's really, really smart. I'm sorry. There's <laughs> no way. The, the devil can't even convince you? No. One day he's masked, and now he's known. Six months later, after 140,000 people die, he's like, oh, yeah, masks. I've been on the mask the whole time. You guys know. I don't know if masks. you saw this or not, but uh, former governor of Ohio, uh, John Kasich, will actually be speaking. Yes, I did the, see uh, this. Democratic and this is National another Convention. weird fucking thing. Why are you, why, what's this dude, what are they doing? What are they doing? Like, you know, they can't, even if you had like a, like, just have a pre-recorded fucking message. You know what I mean? Like, okay, he's got the COVID. He's an old man. He doesn't want to go on public. He recorded this message, hit play, and here it goes. Like, you know, that way he can rehearse it a thousand times, say it as as great as he wants when he starts, you know, You're just drifting saying about off. The, the convention itself. <clears throat> yeah. We don't have uh, this Republican guy coming in there. But I guess, you know, maybe that's a discredit for, for Trump, you know, that this Republican's coming in there and, and, yeah. and petitioning. I think it's two things. I mean, it's one, you know. Government. I get it. I get yeah. the strategy. It just, it plays into the fact that Biden is not being seen or heard. And that's all you hear from them. You know, well, it's I mean, like, oh, where is he? Where is he? He's hiding. Our guy's not hiding. He's out there. He's out there. He, he? he was just on MSNBC yesterday. With He's going to skip Reed. out on the debate. Watch. You watch. You watch. Oh, that's what uh, That's what my brother-in-law also said. He's like, watch. Brian's not going to even debate. I was like, I want to see three of them. So this brother-in-law is, um, is obviously a uh, Trump supporter. Oh, no, because um, I called him out on that. I said, you know, when in 2016, when all this was happening, you were very anti-Trump. Who, who are you with again? He's like, well, I was with Ted Cruz. Oh, God, even worse. <laughs> Holy yeah, I fuck. Know, I know, I know. It's going so from funny. one antichrist to another. Exactly. So it's now. Like, who, do you, who, do you, who do you like, Hitler or, or Napoleon? Yeah, so he, he said that to me, and I was just like, all right. So so anyways, so so Ted Cruz, now you're into Trump because he's the guy. Okay, so go, go ahead, continue. 
<laughs> you, know, <I> just, <laughs> you may continue. Yeah, yeah, continue now that you've fucking well, that's exposed yourself as a silly face. So is he, he still in Ohio? He's going to be voting in, in Ohio? Yeah, Ohio? that's what he's doing. He lives there now. Okay. So that's what he's doing. And he's, you know, he says a lot of nice things. Uh, see, libertarians are for self-sustaining land and, and, you know, don't impose on me. And they the farmland and the farm life and the hunting and I'm going to live off the land and I don't want anybody to impose on me, and that's all good and nice. I can get down with that. But when shit starts hitting the fan, and I've said this before about libertarians because I used to associate with the libertarians or consider myself one of them, but when the shit hits the fan, you need government. You need to pro. You need to participate. You need to to you need to steer the the ship, and that, that's what I feel like. They don't want anybody steering the ship. It's like, well, then the ship's gonna crash. You know, somebody's gotta. You gotta weigh in one way or the other how you want this ship to go. And it doesn't have to be left or right, but it does have to be some sort of form of that. But he does say you got to pick sides, so he's picking the Republican yeah. side, right? He's picking. Yeah. He's picking Trump. Oh, side. Rogan? No, 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 no. Uh, your brother-in-law. Yeah, yeah, I get that feeling, but he's also like me. He'll vote for some whack, whack job that isn't, you know, uh, left or right. You know, um, I guess I'm I'm a, a center right. Uh, you know, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I guess I guess you know. I don't really even know anymore, you know, because I like Joe Rogan. I liked Bernie Sanders, too. Right. I think it's because it's a it's a pursuit of integrity. It really is. It's it's like um, just give me somebody with a proven record that gives a shit and wants to uh, run things. Don't give me some sort of fucking snake oil salesman. We've had so many of them. Well, we, we just, just don't we don't have any true leaders anymore. We don't have any no. with ethics or, or high, no. st- high standard morals. No. And that's what goes back to what I was saying. Don't don't sit here and tell me that Trump's a good leader. Don't don't do that. Don't don't do that because I and 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 don't counter me by saying, well, Biden's a much better leader or or yo, well, Biden's a better leader. You think Biden's a better leader? No, no, I think he's awful too, and I and I think it's awful that those are our choices. And you know, uh, which way am I going to go? That's kind of none of your business. But I think if you are a friend of mine and you 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 listen to the things I say, I think you know which way I'm going. Right. You know, but otherwise, you know, I'll pretend if, <laughs> if I'm know, talking if, to a moron, right. you know. But the function of government, I mean, really rests on the entire administration that comes into place. It's not even so much just that one leader. Absolutely. That one leader's Absolutely. job is just not to go around being an obnoxious buffoon. Blowhard. Right. Yeah. The actual policies that are drafted, even the speeches that are read, that's all coming out of the team that that president has. And so it's whether do you believe in the team or do you believe, you know, in just an individual? Well, I mean, if you believe in Trump's team, I'd like you to tell me who they are because they keep fucking changing. Every every five minutes, it's a different thing. Fired! Yeah, his campaign manager's not his campaign manager because he he didn't have the rally in Tulsa that he did because in Tulsa he wanted to talk about it is how he can hold the water and walk down the ramp instead of talking about real issues. That's the shit that that's the shit I don't like. You're not a good leader. You're not a good leader. You want to have have press conferences and talk mm-hmm. about your ratings. Yeah. And and the shit that he said recently, where he's talking about how uh, how yeah we got to get back on there. We got to get back on there because there was we had some of the best ratings in history. And quite frankly, uh, you know, the five o'clock time slot has been really good to us. Mm-hmm. You know, he's talking like what what are you fucking running a show, you dickhead? Or are you delivering information on the state of the country? Yeah, well, you know, for the 15th time, fool. and I'll point it out again that we talked, I only, I mentioned it for a brief second last week, but Dr. Cornell West talks about how there's no leaders out there who are acting as 
thermostats instead of thermometers, right? And so what he meant by that was... Yeah, yeah, that, explain that because I cut you off last time with the phone call. Yeah, so leaders in the past, uh, for right or for wrong, they actually went and off of their beliefs, their morals, their ethics, they went ahead and instituted policies that they thought were best for the people, and they tried to control the temperature of the room, right? And to drive policy and to drive the country forward. Now, politicians that's across a thermostat. the board... Are, that's a thermostat, right? And so, so thermostat now, controls the temperature. Correct. You control the environment, right? You are dictating... Not dictating, because that's a poor term, but you're, you're driving the environment. The right? narrative. Now, leaders today are constantly like, oh, what do you want to ask me about? Oh, let me take the temperature of the room... And see what everyone thinks about, Mm -hmm. and then I'm going to give you what I believe. Right? You're not you're not acting like a leader. They're being reactive. They're not being proactive. You're just taking temperatures. Yeah, that's that cliche, but that's what you're talking about. That's it's it's a it's a question of of taking charge or or or, unfortunately, it's too many rectal thermometers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Are you taking charge? Are you pretending to lead people? You know, you know what I mean. That's that's what I feel. I feel like we got all nothing but pretenders. Nothing but a bunch of fucking pretenders. Nobody's on, on, on both sides. On both sides, absolutely on both sides. Yeah, yeah. That's why, to me, uh, somebody who's willing to ruffle feathers and and smack people in the face, uh, uh, metaphorically, obviously not physically, uh, like an AOC is a is a very important figure. You know that that's somebody who's trying to lead. That's a leader. You know uh, whether you don't agree with her leadership, uh, whether you agree with it or not, that to, that to me is is signs of a leader. You know. Uh, um, Bernie Sanders gets his hand dirty. You know, he's led plenty. You know, that's 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 a leader. He's probably not the best leader, but he has been taking initiative to to try and lead. He sends me text messages all the time. I'm like, dude, you're out of the race. Stop fucking asking me for money. What are you doing? Right. Yeah, it's very annoying. But um, yeah, I, I just feel like nobody that's in a prominent position is a real leader. No. Bunch of fucking thermometers. Yeah. It's disgusting. You know what else I found out in these documentaries that was actually pretty interesting on the Middle East? <laughs> yeah, the Middle East is a crazy place, man. I, I don't think we know enough about it as a, as a so, country. So this really doesn't have anything to do with the Middle East per se at all. But it has to do with uh, drugs and narcotics, right? And how they've been used by militaries in world history. So apparently the Nazis uh, were actually utilizing a lot of uppers and uh, amphetamines and that's right. That's very sci-fi and cocaine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they were actually giving them that. So like in the battlefield, like they in the battlefield, and so that they would be super aggressive, right? Yeah. And so one of the big problems that the Nazis had was they sent a couple of big contingents to North Africa, right? And when they in North Africa, they got sort of cut off from their supply of uppers. So then they started smoking the Moroccan hashish. Oh boy. And that totally fucked them up because it made them fucking totally delusional and totally like wiped out and tired. And, and then they were just, <laughs> they were the shittiest soldiers there ever was. <laughs> so it just cracks me up. That's fucking, that, you know, drugs and narcotics can have such an impact. It's yeah, different. exactly. That They were like, oh, fuck it. It's the closest thing we got. Let's right. do it. Yeah. And probably a better idea to do a little more research, guys. And then it's just interesting also, like, even um, if you watch the movie American Gangster with uh, Denzel Washington. Yeah, good movie. Really good movie. So basically, he was able to import all of this heroin from Southeast Asia, right? And he basically was getting his heroin from the former army of Chiang Kai-shek, right? Chiang Kai-shek led the nationalists against Mao Zedong's communist uh, armies in China, 
right? And they lost, and they ended up uh, taking refuge in uh, Cambodia, Thailand, Laos, but also in Formosa, which is presently known as um, Taiwan, right? So um, the supplier to Denzel Washington's character in American Gangster was actually an army general from Chiang Kai-shek's army in Vietnam. And so they had a ton of heroin being trafficked in on U.S. military planes, right, Mm -hmm. Um, to the United States. That's how they smuggled the heroin in, the dope. And then you see how the United States military also got involved directly or indirectly with the importation of uh, cocaine in the early 80s in order to supply the Contra uh, armies in Nicaragua. So it's just interesting that you constantly see the same sort of things going on with trafficking of drugs and also Never changes. conflicts going on. And that's been going on for generations, and it varies from, from nation to nation. It doesn't even make a difference. You also have Great Britain with the opium wars, right? Um, and a lot of people don't know the history that a lot of famous people or very rich, well-to-do, well-respected families actually got their start in either drugs or alcohol. Well, but like the Kennedys, weren't they bootleggers the initially? Kennedy, yeah, Joe Kennedy was a bootlegger and made his fortune doing that. Um, also, uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, um, his uh, I'm trying to remember who it was, but the Delano part, the Delano family, was actually responsible for uh, drug trafficking and selling opium in China. Fucking opium. They love that opium in China. We knew it was never... Is that, that ever a big thing here? Um, I'm not quite sure if opium ever really... I think it did. At you one hear about point, the opium very early on. And yes, stuff. during the early 20th century, I think it was very popular. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So it's just fascinating to see how drugs and narcotics and, you know, play into all those equations. I feel like it, it's always the uh, elephant in the room. It's the un- unwritten thing that nobody nobody really talks about. Like, everybody pretends like, oh, it's just this, it's this, and it's like, it's like, well, there's probably drugs involved. Yeah. No. No drugs. Never. But even with uh, with Columbus, wasn't he after the spices? He was after the spices and opiates. Yeah, 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 right? Yeah. And the spices were also <laughs> like uh, like sugar and uh, and salt. And salt. things like that. Yeah, uh, very, I, I don't really know. Like var- uh, varying spices from from what he termed the Indies, right? Which um, is uh, probably had the cocoa involved because yeah. they really wanted that that cocoa, so they could be like. <laughs> well, one of the main, biggest, most flourishing marketplaces in world history was in Afghanistan. Afghanistan was a huge, huge marketplace for centuries, um, and all of that was being brought on the land route from Southeast Asia and Asia mm. to Europe. Um, and so it's fascinating that that opium trade heroin product, the poppy fields of Afghanistan are still doing what they've done for generation after generation after generation. As a matter of fact, after the United States occupation of Afghanistan, uh, Afghan poppy production and sales increased. And, uh, after we were there. So we didn't, Okay. That's it. That's that's a, that's just what they do. That's what they do. That's what they've always done. So, um, also on my list, I've been hearing recently that um, uh, just to switch gears, yeah. um, Biden's VP VP pick that's going to be a black woman. He's he's reiterated it again. He, he I, I I was I was reading carefully, 
And yeah, I also yeah, yeah. Heard, I, don't, I don't read carefully. I heard him very carefully. He's saying that there are four black women amongst the candidates that he's evaluating. Okay. So he hasn't necessarily said that he is considering only four black women. Like uh, that that's the pool that it's okay. it's going to be one of these four black women. That's not my that's not my understanding from what he said. What he says is that there's four women black women being considered. Interesting. Amongst a pool of six. So Oh, it's six. I believe it's six. Do you have an idea of who the six are? I know that one of the non-black women is definitely Elizabeth Warren. It is, huh? Yeah. Because I heard she's going to get a cabinet position. I'm sure she's probably will because it's getting more and more to the point, the way the media is driving this thing. Yes, yes, yes. Is that it's going to look so bad if he doesn't pick a black woman. But technically, it's four out of the six are black. One is Elizabeth Warren. Not and Kamala Harris because she keeps coming up. Kamala Harris is there, Val Demings is there, uh, Mayor Keisha Bottoms is there. Oh, she is there. Uh, Susan Rice, the former national security advisor, is there. And uh, what's her face and made up? Representative Karen Bass from California. And they got Tammy Duckworth also. She that was supposedly be, that might be the, the other six that I can't think of because she's been coming up a lot. She would be good. She got into a big fight with uh, Tucker Carlson. Uh, because she wasn't, uh, he called her a coward and she's like, I, I don't have two legs cause I fought in a war. Like I, I fought in, 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 the Gulf war. Was it the Gulf war? Yeah. I yeah. mean, well, I, I think that's I, where she, I would, you know what I would love talking about technology. Yeah. Yeah. I love tech. If we could go back in, in, and like back to the future, back, back to the future stuff. Right. Okay. And go back to like high school. Or maybe even like junior high or elementary. And I could be in like the same school in the same class with Tucker Carlson. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going. I would love to beat that ass. I would yeah. I would love to fuck him up. You think he wore bow ties back then? I bet you he did. And maybe he was tough when he was younger, but I would like to see. No, I don't think so. I'd like to try. Everything that he's done lately has not been remotely tough. The man is a white supremacist. He's a white supremacist. You think That's he is? That's what he is. He is without a doubt. Huh. Because I've heard him say some pretty... Uh, see, to me, he's like a, he's like just a liar. He's all over the place. Some days I'm like, yeah, Tucker, way to go. And uh, most of the, Very rarely, very rarely. Because I watch the um, the Hill Rising a lot. Yeah. And they'll, they'll commend him when he says something, you know, remotely uh, uh, um, intelligent. Intelligent. Yeah. You know, or, or if he asks, even he's criticized Trump on, on several occasions where, where it was surprising. It was like, wow, really? Well, um, even on the COVID stuff, he's criticized him. Uh, so there are moments, but for the most part, like he's just this douchey guy with the, that fucking bow tie. You know, he, he got fired, too. He was uh, he was out of the whole scene for for a couple of years. Because something that happened with them was he yeah. was there? Uh, it could have been sexual allegations. They I, all get it would not wrapped up with sexual me. allegations. I mean, here's, here's here's like here's the thing that I wish every person out there would do, right? Like, if you don't not into politics, if you're not into following every issues, then just ask yourself one question, and it should really just be a sniff test, right? You should be able to tell in your life, growing up, in your family, which hopefully was a good home, right? 
who's a bad person and who's not a bad person. This is, I guess, what we all, what it all comes down to. Okay, yeah. and so I'm sorry, but I was well aware that Trump was a bad person. Yeah, from day one, it's a smell test. He smelled like shit. He smelled yep. like Mookie shit in my fucking iRobot. Although. Okay? I had a Trump supporter recently because I brought that up. I said, dude, he's he's not a good person. He's a bad Well, what does that matter? Well, what do you care? What is what is what is your what does the president have to be a good guy? Does that really does that really matter? All should all it should matter is his policies. And he has the best policies. Doesn't he like if you really think about it, if you really sit down, aren't his policies fantastic? Aren't you doing so much better? Isn't the market doing so great right now? Like, think about how well you're doing before you before you go and just say he's a bad person. This was the argument that was given to me by a Trump supporter recently when I brought you, up the idea. You're going to have to tell me off the air who that was because I would love you know to know. You know who it was. But <clears throat> what, I mean, what, what policy is so great? I would love I to know. know. What, what I don't policy. know. I don't, I don't know. Like, I, don't, I can't tell you what he policies. He probably or she can't tell you. Either. I mean, you know, he cited the market and the, the market's doing well, but that's like, you know, I'm barely in the market. Like, and you know, and most people really aren't, Bill. Like, fucking like 20% of the population's in the market. Like, yeah. I just got in. And yes, it's doing pretty good, but it's still not, it's, it's not like I can cash out and be like, no, I hit it. I'm rich now. Thanks, market. I mean, here here's the thing. Do you only give a fuck about yourself or do you care about other people? Mm-hmm. That's really what it comes down to. Now, if you're the type of person that says, well, I don't give a fuck about nobody except myself. Well, then you know what? Then I understand your perspective and your position and you're going to go that way. And yes, then in that realm, maybe you're okay with this man leading your country. Okay. But I actually give a fuck about other people. I don't have to have. I don't know if I do, but I like to think that I do. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I don't, um, I don't just think about myself. If I made. 10 or 15 or $20,000 less a year. But that meant that like everybody was going to be able to get access to healthcare. Yeah. No then poverty. I, then That'd I'm be dope. for that. As yeah. long as I can get by and, and have a life and be able to do most of what I want to do, maybe not everything I want to do. Like I'm okay with that. If other people are not going to die because of that. Well, I have this idea that I could probably live how I'm living and there would be no like homelessness or poverty. Like I think, um, I was listening to a really good Killer Mike interview, and uh, and the whole thing centered around like uh, with him and all the things he does. And you know, they were like, "Well, what motivates you?" He's like, "I, I want to eliminate poverty." You know, I think that collectively, as a society, as human beings, we should work to eliminate poverty. And if we could eliminate poverty, we could probably get rid. Like, uh, we'd probably see a lot of these societal breakdowns that we have. Uh, they'll probably go away. You know, if we could eliminate poverty and, and we don't focus on it, we kind of just uh, see it happening and we just kind of look the other way or we kind of accepted the premise. Ah, there's nothing we can do. You know, he's like, but that's not true. And I agree with that whole thing. There's a there's a guy that actually he turned me on to from that interview called Turbo Jesus. Mm-hmm. Turbo Jesus uh, apparently uh, uh, runs around and just does good shit in, in communities all over the, the, the United States. Actually, got to uh, watch more Turbo Jesus videos, but uh, but uh, maybe I'll put a link on our on our uh, on our thing. But that's that's a that's that's he's like that's that's a benevolent human being. That's that's the way you want to be. 
You know, you you want to you want to always work towards helping your fellow man. You know, it's like you said, giving a shit about people. You know, if everybody gave a shit about people, we'd probably be in a in a much better place as a country and as a society. I think people don't really appreciate the the poverty level within the United States because we are thought of as a first world nation, right? Developed nation. And there are 20.4 million people that are living 50% below the poverty line. It's crazy. I, I can't even imagine that's, that. That's just not regular poverty. That is called deep poverty. Yeah, that's like less than $10,000 a year and shit. It's literally one in eight people. Fuck, wow. Are below, like deep below the poverty line in this country. There are children in this country that are starving. Never mind don't have health insurance. Like starving, don't have food, are barely like getting bought well it's weird to me because i've seen these videos that um slander uh one of my like one of the dudes that i think is trying to make a difference out there this guy bill gates uh you probably heard of him he uh he's he's receiving a lot of backlash for uh just secretly trying to destroy people by uh by coming up with all these these um diseases and disease uh, uh i guess panic like he, he's drumming up panic for for uh viruses and things like that yeah. um meanwhile i mean the the fucking guy is trying to cure he he told his wife i was watching the this documentary on uh netflix that that he he he, he saw that millions of children like not not even adults millions of children die from diarrhea mm-hmm. every single year and that blew his mind you know he's like Millions of children die from diarrhea. Right. That that shouldn't be. Who the fuck knew? Right. That shouldn't be. And then when he told his wife, he and then he's like, "Listen, I think I want to fix this. I think I want to fix this problem." So, in in the documentary, he comes up with all kinds of ways to handle waste and waste management uh, all throughout the uh, the world. And apparently, our waste management system is so complex that to implement it anywhere else in the world uh, would is it's astronomical because we've built on top of systems on top of systems on top of systems. So we don't have like a direct waste disposal system. So he wanted to create waste disposal from scratch to solve the problem of diarrhea. Like who's who the fuck is doing that? Like, you know what I mean? Like who, who's, who's a millionaire, billionaire, zillionaire that's trying to do that. Like there's, there's probably a couple of them, but couple. those yeah. are the guys that we should talk about. Right. Not fucking Donald Trump. <laughs> no. no, you know whatever the fuck. And actually, he's doing. it would boggle your mind. Do you know? Out of the, um, there's an organization uh, that was founded back in 1948. That's called the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development. It actually made up of 36 different member countries, right? And out of those 36 countries, right, Israel has the highest poverty rate at 17.9 percent. Wow, and they're the, like the third richest country. And the country with the high, second highest poverty rate out of those 36 countries is the United States. Wow. Wow. So people don't know that like when Bernie Sanders is talking about like, you know, you know, uh, you know, your 1%, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. Your it's the wealth disparity. Like, it, it's not it's not necessarily very very far off. We do have a pretty substantial middle class especially in comparison to other countries, but we also have a very 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 deep lower class. Yeah. And it's true, and I, I guess a lot of people just don't know that or understand it or, or no. appreciate it. And so people that, you know, criticize the country or criticize policies, you know, you could say we're the greatest country in the world all you want, but that doesn't mean that we can't be better. That doesn't mean that yeah. there can't be things that could be improved. 
I like uh, a lot of the comedy uh, uh, news shows, like your uh, your Daily Show, and like uh, uh, you know Seth Meyers and everything. They'll have somebody out in the street, and they'll be like, you know, at a Trump rally or something. They'll be like, uh, what? So what were the what was the the years uh, when America was great? Like when when America was great? Like what was what would you say that like the nineteen twenties? You know, when, when was America great? Like where? How do we? What year do you want us to go back to? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like at what point? Like where was the greatest moment? Like where we were so great that we got to go back to that? You know, nobody can really point that out. No, nobody knows because you know because it's, it's because because it's a false concept. Well, you, you know, know I, I saw a friend, of false mine, premise. a friend of mine who posted a, uh, uh, a picture of Ronald Reagan with like a quote that he said and had to do with like socialism or something like that. And then like I saw all of these comments below saying, yes, and what the great president this is the greatest president ever. It's like you guys really don't know shit. Yeah, I know. You really don't know shit if you think Ronald Reagan's one of the greatest presidents ever. I, I mean, I, I used to I used to march to that. I used to really think. Things like that, you know, because I remember living in that in that era and, and thinking, man, things are so great. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of people still think that way. It's wild. It really is. But like yeah. if you actually study it, if you actually look at what happened during the 1980s, if you actually analyze his policies, if you look at his failure to chastise the South African government for apartheid and refusing to put any sort of uh, penalties against them. Um, if you look at his comments uh, with his conversations with Richard Nixon that we talked about, where he was talking about Africans being monkeys and just getting used to wearing sneakers and shoes, um, you know, you would have a, a better insight into, you know, what, what he was all about. Yeah, and it wasn't good. And his trickle-down economics, I mean... Huge failure. And was is he the one that... Was that all Milton Friedman? Is that who he brought in? Sure. Yeah. Always. Okay. That's their point, man. That is their point, man. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, whatever. Anyway, I'm hoping to get this uh, New York City police officer on next week. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, we definitely want to hear that perspective. Um, yeah, to actually time. have one. And he's allowed. He doesn't have to do like my uncle and sign uh, all kinds of. Oh, my uncle. I edit, edit that. What's that? Well, 41. I think that, <laughs> I think that he's going to probably, uh, you know, go by his first name, but I don't know if he's going to divulge everything. Yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't. Um, but what I'm saying is he's allowed. Yeah, well, he's making himself allowed. All right, cool, 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 so cool. He's very excited about it. And, um, and I'm anxious to hear him. Because apparently there are people going fucking bonkers. And I'm not even quite sure. I haven't studied enough, but I will know by next week a lot more about some of the policies that de Blasio has started instituting and changes. That he's a wild boy. And apparently it's really, really upsetting a lot of police departments. Yeah, he's he's weird. He's going with all the populist stuff. He's like, yeah, let's see fun the police. All right, let's do it. Like, I don't know, you know, and, and uh, actually, uh, oh, since you brought that up, um, uh, Professor Matt showed me a picture of the poster that we were talking about on the last show. Okay, with Cuomo. Not so bad. <laughs> Not so bad. It's actually a pretty good poster. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what they were bitching about. It was his words that bothered me because I hadn't seen the poster. Mm. So um, so his words were very um, disturbing to me because it felt like he was doing a victory lap when, when you know, uh, all the experts are saying that we're we're still right in the middle of things. Yeah. 
you know, and, and I don't know how New York's doing. I'm not tracking it on a daily basis. I'm just kind of closing my, uh, closing my ears and eyes and, and just hoping everything stays the same me, me too. or, and, 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 or gets better, yeah. you know, Have but you been out to dinner yet. No, not me neither. No, I, we, we're, we don't do that. No. We're not doing that. No, like, you know what I mean? I'm not like, doing it. I'm not getting a haircut and I'm not going out to fucking dinner. Exactly. I, can, I don't have to do those things. They don't affect me. They're not affecting my emotional or mental stability. Like, I don't need to go. I don't need to do those things. We've been eating out a lot. And I and I read a, a something also that uh, if you're eating out a lot, you shouldn't because you should go to the grocery store, buy your stuff, save your money. And if you do eat out, you gotta you should pay double for your meal. You should pay double for your meal. That's what they say because that's what this article. I feel like you do. You do pay double for your meal (laughs) every time I order fucking Uber Eats, and I'm not thinking twice about it. I'm like, holy fuck! I just paid forty five dollars for like two bagels and two coffees. The other day, I was uh, I was just you know we were ordering from uh, from a diner and uh, and it was is it's a good diner, but I mean they have like. Which diner? Eleven dollar no a sunrise seafood? the sunrise diner. No sunrise, okay. They have milkshakes for uh ten ten seventy five. Ten twenty five. So two milkshakes is you know, it's like it's like over twenty bucks. Yeah, that's crazy. It is crazy. And it comes in like a mason jar that you get to keep that comes in a box. Okay. You know, and it's like so at least they're they're giving you something for that milkshake, but it's like my wife's like, I want a milkshake, and I and I was like, yeah, Well, by the time milkshake. it gets to you, isn't it shitty? Isn't it like all fucking no, melted it's great. And crap? It's great. Really? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I can't say enough. I mean, they're right around the corner from us, so it's really not that crazy. But uh, and and we pick it up. But even I'm ta- the pickup order. The if I ordered my milkshake because I pulled back and I wanted to give a good tip, uh, it was like seventy bucks. Holy for the two of us. So two meals, two milkshakes. That's what I'm talking about. It's freaking it was insane. Like outrageous. I, I was like, nope, no milkshake for me. Just going to have some a little uh, some ice cream in the fridge. Uh, I think I have something yeah. in there. Yeah. You know, or I just won't eat the fucking, because it's not like I need a milkshake, you know? Right. No, so she can have the milkshake. I So, you know, cut it down quite a bit. I'll save like 30 bucks. <laughs> yeah, you know why? Because also. Between with, no with, milkshake and then I started trimming down all the other bullshit that we were yeah. ordering. And yeah. I was like, you know what? I'll just order my entree. Yeah. And she yeah, can go yeah. crazy. Because I mean, like Uber Eats is great and DoorDash is great. Grubhub, whatever you go, you know, choose. But they get sneaky. Because like. Yeah, taxes you, kick in. Yeah, delivery fee end, gets at in. At the very end is like the, oh, we're, you know, tip. And it automatically goes to like 20. <laughs> You're like, fuck, for what? This motherfucker's just bringing me this shit only a mile away. Yeah. I'm going to give him fucking eight bucks. Well, the whole point of, of the doubling your, your meal thing is that um, the little bit amount of business that they're already doing is such that, you know, that to to get somebody to cook the meal and get it out to you is like, it's such a big deal that you, to keep them, to sustain them, you would have to, you know, give them more money than usual so that they can just keep up with what they, what, whatever they were doing previously, right. you know? So it, it just made me feel bad. So, <laughs> so I was like, fuck. All right. So when I order out now, I'll leave a, a fat tip, I guess. Yeah. You know, for certain places I'll try. You I know? mean, don't get me wrong. I think that, that the restaurants need the money. And I know that the people that are driving need the money and they're also putting themselves in, in more, yeah, da- the, more danger. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, holy fuck. Well, that's what the that's what the article goes on to say. If you can afford to eat out, then you're doing better than everybody else. Then you better hook people up. That's basically right. the whole point of the article. 
carry carry the economy. Yeah, 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 exactly. I guess that's what we're going to have to do. Yeah, there's there's some truth to that for sure, for sure. It's so interesting too how like if you watch CNBC and like some of the uh you know, people doing economic forecasts and stuff. Like you have people again to keeps bolster. crashing. Everything's gonna but crash you have two any minute. Two different extremes again. Yep. You have people are saying like we're gonna head into like the next Great Depression. Like mm-hmm. we've never seen economic times like this before in this generation. And then you have other people are like everything's gonna be just fine. We're killing and it right actually, now. It's everything's go, amazing. It's gonna go crazy once this is Tesla's uh, gonna be a, a multi-trillion dollar company. <sighs> Good stuff. Well, I mean, um, a little bit depressing, but uh, yeah, well, you know, that's the world we live in. That's the world we live in for now. It's slowly getting better here in New York, I feel, but um, but I'm not sure because, like I told you, I'm not paying attention. Gabish. All right, Bill. Yeah, man, this is it. This is the uh, this is the end of the line. I'm glad you sensed it as I did. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this has been another exciting episode of Ordinary Mo's. Uh, I don't know if it's exciting, but definitely informative. Um, you M- know, mookie shit. Yeah, yeah, mookie shit. And uh, and don't forget to get all your art needs from High Res Inc. and all your law needs from Morales Law Group. And uh, and also to take your vitamin D. And if you don't know anything about vitamin D, I suggest you listen to episode seventeen and get your vitamin D on. Yeah, a lot of good information. That's right. Wear your mask. And uh, and be kind to your fellow neighbors, and let's let's end poverty. <laughs> Big up. Later, people. Thank you. <laughs>